How lovely to see you again, my beloved friend. How are you? Hello. I'm good. You? Well, actually not good, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, we also have yeah. days where we are not on top, knowing that awakening does. Yeah, I days. feel like the summer was not on top. Now let's let's get back to and talk about that later because we're going to tap into that, but I just want to mention and I think this could maybe help other people as well that you know being awake doesn't need to come on a pink cloud and life becomes perfect. It really means no. by waking up with whatever there is. So even if me and Penilla are sitting here feeling sad, angry, frustrating and life is not as we really want it to be, you know, it's okay. We can you know, I think that the, our process helps us to be more present in even the most hard times, right? Yeah. I mean, being awake means to be fully surrendered to whatever comes. Yeah. And that's the work is to find a way to uh, work with the resistance to the the negative things that comes in our lives. Like we don't want to feel bad. So when sad or difficult things happen, we resist. And that's where we get separated from the flow of the universe and the present moment. So, you know, no one said that awakeness means that you don't get sick and people don't die. Right. No, but I think, and I think that's important to underline, you know, because, uh, yeah. you know, we don't do this uh, podcast in a sense of being perfect or striving for anything. It's really, as you just said, to take it exactly as it comes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I just want to do a short um, introduction for people joining us for the first time. Um, so I'm here with Panilla Berg, who's the founder and the creator of this this podcast, but also the website awakening101.com. And um, Panilla is based in the US. I am um, here in Denmark, and my name is Louise. And we are doing this podcast in hope to inspire people to be more awake and what does that mean Penilla? <laughs> no idea. I became very serious. you're like we're inspiring people to uh yeah yeah you can take that out later. no 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 this is great so yeah we just try to inspire people to continue their journey to self-discovery and transformation so I know that sounds silly maybe and hokey but Louise and I have gone through a lot of ups and downs uh, in our lives, uh, including addiction and depression and everything like that. And um, um, we've discovered a lot of things throughout that that journey. And we want to share it with you in hopes that uh, people will see awakening or this sort of profound presence or surrender as something that you can also do in your in your life. It's not just for Eckhart Tolle. No. No, but no, and 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 I think and no, and I think you're right because I think that right now we're both in a in a in a in a situation or situations that are quite challenging that are uh, creating a lot of 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 um, uh, hard feelings and maybe negative feelings and stuff like that. And I think that by 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 this podcast and by our journey and the things we are doing, uh, we can better cope with the differences in life. And and these things that you know, one time the life condition might be very high, and in just in a short second you could be in a very low life condition. And I mm-hmm. think that for 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 both of us, and ex, you know, and I experienced that very much yesterday. That that 
this awakening process for me has really been to, as you said, to surrender to the mm -hmm. present moment and to what it is. And in the end of the day, I end up with myself wherever I go. So, if yeah. I don't, you know, I better start enjoying myself. Yeah, but really, you know, and it really can like, that's, hey. you know, it's that's the John Kabat-Zinn book, Wherever I Go, There there I Am. Or, I don't I remember the exact title. Yeah, Wherever okay. I Go, There I Am. It's just the same but thing. They said like, that in NA as well. In NA, they said it too. Remember that addiction never takes vacation. That thing of, oh, I want to just go to Hawaii and sit and be happy and then everything would be okay. Never happens. You know, you end up with yourself in the end of the day, even on vacation. Yeah. So let's get started today with today's mm. topic. Today's topic is connection. And Panila has written a wonderful blog on your website that I would suggest people to go in and read. Uh, it's under blogs on your website. Yeah. And it calls... Um, it's called my my search for connection yeah my search for connection yeah which is not a great title i guess why not why i don't know no it's just it's a little plain a little okay whatever who cares <laughs> ah, now you're being you know you, now you're being critical and you're being not kind to yourself i actually think it's a very very nice title i think it was so simple okay well that's good i care what you think yeah, but let's start be be, be the search. Of <laughs> you know, let's start there. Let's start with yeah, your I mean, I story think, of connection. I think that overall it is uh, it's something that we are all looking for in certain degrees, but we don't really know that that's what we're looking for. Mm. Like even at the very, very sort of extreme disconnection, for example, like social media, is a way is you know the ultimate human sort of modern way that we try to connect with each other even though to to me and you who might be like sort of the you know the yogis we're like well that doesn't really connect you to anything but but you know that's what we're all trying to do be connected to other people and the same thing with animals that that's what they're trying to do they're you know i look at the geese at the barn you know they they, they walk around and drove you know, they're, they're never one geese. They're like 10 and they walk around in the group, you know, because they're connected to each other. And then they start flying at the same time. It's, it's, it's like the, the nature of this is innate in us and not just in, in animals, but also in humans. And in humans, I think that we just sort of lose track of that. Like, I, I think about, you know, elderly people living on their own. Uh, they They are completely disconnected because they can't, they, they can't leave the house. I mean, I can go on and on and on about this, but but the human connection is feeling like you belong, feeling like you're heard, feeling that people listen to you is the the building blocks of what I'm talking about when it comes to connection. So, you know, for little kids, it's their daycare center and their family, you know, then we grow, get bigger and we go to like high school and we're connected to our friends at high school and our family. And then throughout life, we have different things that make that happen. And for me, I guess now I'm jumping ahead like crazy. But for me, that the blog talks about how in the end, the thing that I was looking for, which I also searched with alcohol and drugs, which because when you're high, you feel like you connect to everybody, you know. But in the end, it was the true connection was that thing that is within us already that I found. 
through meditation because when the, the thought stream is, is is calmer you can see that you actually feel connected to something greater than yourself and if you people can call it god or or whatever it is but um that it took me a long time to figure it out but that was what i was missing or at least felt like i was missing throughout my life so but, but can't yeah. but it yeah, thank, I, I think this is such a huge... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's huge. I, sorry, I just like... I just like... Threw coughed a bunch right, of crap right in you. my ear. That, that's okay. I still love you. I still love you. I feel, I feel connected to you. I feel connected. Yeah, we're connected, maybe. We're connected. No, but yeah. I mean, like, it's funny because you can, you can play with the word connection. You can play with, you know, when you put electricity into something and things connect and it creates an energy and it kind of lights up um the, the the present moment and i would mm -hmm. like to actually rewind going all the way back to the first connection we get as a human being which must be with our mother yeah with the person giving birth to us knowing that you know we have heard so many people talking about that instinct connection that you as a mother give to your child which yeah. is and I don't want to be judging, and I can even rewind to my own experience of, of, of giving birth to my first child, which was, I was so sick, I was almost about to die, losing so much blood. So, of course, my connection was not there. But, you know, I think that connection of looking in someone's eyes and just, you know, feel heart to heart to see each other's souls. I mean, if I would have had that knowing today and, 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 and give mm -hmm. birth again, then, of course, I... You know, but circumstances are like they are, you know, we can't change them yeah. and we become wiser with life. And it's important to not, you know, we can't change the past. But I, I really think that, you know, I had a client and she said to me, I really want to be more present with my child. And mm -hmm. I said, wow, that's beautiful. I mean, in, so, so for this summer, when we spent some time together, I think you have a beautiful connection with your children. When mm -hmm. I saw you with the children, which also resonates your children's connection with me and the surrounding. So it's like mm -hmm. it becomes circles on a big ocean. But it's that... like a it's like a dial of a frequency when yeah. when yeah. when they're feeling connected to something, it's easier to connect to people outside yeah. of their inner circle. Mm -hmm. But I have to say that I think that when you have your first child, and I mean this could go for animals with people without kids or, you know, siblings and mm -hmm. mothers and whatever, but but because they're fully present, mm -hmm. I think it, it brings in an ability for mothers like you and me to feel connected to them because they allow it. So I, I have mean, a I question write... there. Mm -hmm. I have a question. Is And this is question, you know, you say that they are fully present, but are they fully present with awareness? I think that. Well, I, I don't that's know. A I don't know. No. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's different. To be honest, like, what does that even mean compared to oh, I fully th present I and that... fully present awareness? Well, I What's think that I think fully present with awareness is. I think you can be present without even notice you're present. You're being present. With oh, your I body. see what you're saying. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, As, you witnessing know. the presence. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that they they have awareness when they're newborn. No, I think they're just that's it's like horses, right? They're just yeah. present. They don't have they don't know that they are. And dogs, they as just well, are. Right? I don't know. Dogs, they they think they have anxiety, so they they think a little bit in the future. 
because they they fear that we're leaving and they fear they get excited when we come home. So that's that's a little bit of interesting. And horses doesn't have that. No, no. I mean, they don't know that. It, like when I come home to my horse, and he he, I've been gone for a month. He doesn't know the difference between this this time I came or uh, last uh, time I came when I'd been there like the day before. Yeah. So they live they live in the now. I think we have a lot to learn about animals. I mean, that's, I think, the reason why human beings are so attached to their animals, because we feel that that connection with them. Mm. I mean, that, there's, no, there's no mystery why they call dogs the man's best friend. No. <laughs> you know, because that, <laughs> I they think make it's us feel that my, thing that we... Yeah. Yeah, and the, the dog just, uh, my dog just do what I asked them to do. So then it, it's also my oh, yeah. way no, of. No, there's of, no fight. Uh, of being yeah. empowered over my dog. Because <laughs> you have no not, power of it, your kids. <laughs> no, exactly not. Totally <laughs> shameless. No, okay. But, <laughs> but I just so realized I know too little of animals. I think maybe I should study a little bit more about, uh, because I, I, I I remember you said also this summer, you know, when you talk, uh, talked about your horse battered boat uh, that we're going to tap into later on that you actually lost recently. Um, yeah. And um, that that present he gave you, what we can learn about that, actually, because it's like, like you said that everything else is stopped around it. Mm -hmm. I think I started discovering that when I was little and I write about this in the blog. It's that's why I went to the barn when mm. I was little, even though I didn't get to ride. I mean, we, I didn't have my own horse and we didn't have a lot of money. So I, I had one riding lesson a week and then I spent the rest of the time basically brushing horses and cleaning mm. the barn. But the feeling that I had when I was there, I have met, like, I have sort of sens sensory, you know, like memories of mm. coming into the stall where Annabelle, the horse that I took care of, was and what she felt like and her face and the smell and her munching on the hay and we were connected to each she, other and she was a difficult horse yeah i mean i don't think so she just she was not you, an easy ride you know but you I, had you but, had her yeah i took care of her but i i think that that's what i felt there i felt something there where i felt connected to her heart and i came back day after day without knowing that that's what I was wanting. That's what I was looking for. I didn't know that that's what I came back for. But when I, I've been looking at these things, when I've been writing, of course, I realized that that's what it was. Because at the barn, and I, I realized this years later too, when I when I got battle boots seven, like uh, 17 years ago, is it the only time when I forget what time it is mm. and I forget to eat. Mm. I'm always hungry. Oh. You know that. Yeah, I want to eat know. all day long. And... It's the only time I forget what time it is and that I'm hungry is when I'm at the barn because I'm present with that. I live in the moment. Wow, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. We have a lot to learn from animals. And I think that I was looking at, there's this organization on Instagram called the Gentle Barn. It's an animal rescue. I mean, they rescue mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And I saw one of their Instagram reels where it talks about the owner, how she was a pretty sad teenager and she didn't felt lost in life and all these things and then she started this rescue and it had completely transformed her her mental state 
and now you know she, there's several of this gentle barn all around America, and they they just take in whoever comes, and I think they probably get a lot of donations just from their Instagram. But um, they just the horses they're they're real and and cows they have a lot of images of cows who just like loved this crap. I mean, anyway, we can we can this is yeah I can talk about this for a long time, but but I think it's an important thing to remember, and I think especially now when we live away from nature uh dogs and all these things it's important because i wrote down in in our i, I wrote down connection to animals i couldn't wrote a connection to nature connection to other people and then the connection to yourself because i mm -hmm. think that can we connect to our surrounding if we don't know how to connect with ourselves i don't think so and i write about that in the in the blog too right and how, how do we connect to ourselves? And what is the feeling of connection? Yeah. Okay. So now you're like jumping around. Which one sh should we do the first question no, first? Let's, let's do the first. No, but I think it goes hand in hand because, you know, how could I connect with myself and others if I don't know how it feels to connect? Yeah. So that's so what I was talking goes, about. For most so, of my life, I write, you know, for most of my life, I didn't, didn't know how to connect with other people because I was so scared of sharing who I was. Mm. So it's, it's kind of two sides of a coin and if I don't feel like I understand myself or can feel connected to myself or what I'm feeling then I'm not going to want to open up and I, th I think a lot of us feel so negatively all the time that we just I just think it's it's hard we have so much going on in our minds that we don't want to share it and when you have things yeah, but going on only but is it only in our mind? Could it be a, a self-esteem, a self-acceptance? Could it be a, everything? You know, everything. I think it's the mind chatter, the the random thoughts that go in your mind. Why am I not good enough? And why can't I make this this work? And I I I try so hard, and and then simple things like I I wish I could be pretty. Or, you know, mm -hmm. so it's 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 endless, and I think that we all have it. I think we all have it. I, I think an overabundance of all that negativity is what turns into depression. I mean, it's not something new here that we all. No, no, but, but I mean, you could be connected to yourself and have a depression. Okay, so it, it, yeah. I think it's mostly a definition of words. Connected to yourself and sad, yes. But I could be connected and feel that I'm depressed. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I always think about a connection when, for me when i see the word it's 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 for me it's a positive thing this is a very uh, this is very good because i don't i t i feel for me is when i feel connected mm -hmm. it is like a warm and for lack of better words open hearted mm -hmm. fuzzy blanket feeling negative emotion resentment anger cuts me off from feeling that and then on the other end, when, when, if you, if you and I were hanging out and you're feeling very resentful about something that's happening with you, I will feel disconnected from you because I, I sense when the other person around me mm. is distracted by their resentments. Mm. I mean, that's, that happened when I was growing up. I could feel when uh, people close to me were sad or something, mm. I could feel their energy. And oh, I still can. can. Yeah. yeah. I, I think a lot of people. And it makes me. Yourself, yeah. And then I get like a pit in my stomach because I know that that other person isn't present with me. And I, I, I felt lonely because of that before. So let's 
I mean, we talked a little bit about connecting to animal and connect to nature. Let, let's deepen the connection to ourselves. What kind of work can I do to connect deeper to myself? Because it must be a self-acceptance also in connecting with ourselves. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's, like a, courage, that's a big word. I don't think that that's an action. The first thing that... Accept, one... Acceptance is an action. To accept. Yeah, but it, it's an action verb, but it's if you think about it, if if you're newly sober and you're in traffic and you're angry and you say, I have to accept, I have to accept this. If then, I have to surrender, it's the same. Yeah, but but it's, it's hard. Words. What I'm saying is if you want tools to get to the place where you're even able to self-accept, it's more like making sure that when you're moving around in life, do it half as fast as you were doing it. If you move slowlier, like we, we talked about during the summer, then there's more space for you to even see that you can accept. I find that all the time that I'm, I like rush around and I'm like, why am I doing this in a fast motion? Because mm -hmm. then you're completely disconnected from yourself. Mm -hmm. If I slow down and feel my feet and feel the, the air coming in, in and out of my nose and just move slowlier, then all of a sudden I feel more connected. So that's what I mean with an action. I'm not yeah. giving you words like, oh, you have to surrender because if you are rushing no, no, around that's and what, angry. That's what, yeah, but that's what I wanted also to hear. I wanted to have tools that people who are listening maybe could, oh, that's interesting. Maybe I could try this. And I think that, you know, you even told me this summer, Luis, slow down. And I even thought of this this morning when I went swimming. I was like, oh, interesting. When I slow down, the water is not that cold, which would, you know, because I feel, and now it's starting to be a little bit colder here. So, you know, I will start rushing and then it's like, oh, slow down. So that really made a difference for me. So I'm completely with you on that as, as one of the tools to slow down your actions in, in presence life. Yeah. But couldn't and, also and then, the connection to, uh, no, I mean, like, if we're talking about connecting to ourselves, which I haven't had since the, you know, I haven't connected with myself since the past, until the past five years, I think, or maybe 10 years, or when I started with yoga. But even with yoga, I can see, talk for myself, and I can also see for my students, people get very close to themselves. And when they get too close to themselves, they rather go to CrossFit. And, and I guess that's what yoga is doing. You know, it's finding the true path to yourself. So you need to and that's what I mean with an accept and the courage, the surrender, you know, all these beautiful terms. But we don't have to, to, to nerd into those. But couldn't one thing by connecting with the body, you said, feel your feet, feel the foundation, breathe into your body. Well, that's also connecting, right? Mm -hmm. The breath is connected to your body. I think that those are the actions we can take Yeah. in regular life. And then moving on, if you meditate or you have some sort of like mindfulness practice I mean that the mindfulness is the beginning of connection because you're watching the negative thoughts or watching whatever thoughts you have and you rest in your true self which is the the watcher the witness and in that state you are deeply connected because you're in the present moment and that can be done for a minute at a time mm -hmm. it's, it's a fun game to sort of start trying like with things that aren't so awful because you can't start this stuff with somebody passing or terrible diseases, but your, your kid doesn't want to do what you want to do and they're driving you nuts. You can witness your emotion or your resistance to what's happening. 
and shift it. And how would you shift uh, it? Just, it's awareness. I think for me, my everyday job is to remember to surrender to, because I believe and I know for real that behind everything is an energy that, that is in nurturing. So when I get too triggered or too resistant to what's happening in the moment and feeling disconnected, then I take that step back and I watch what's happening and I watch what I'm, how I'm feeling. And I go, wow, why am I, you know, curiosity is mindfulness 101, right? Mm -hmm. um, with curiosity, I go, why, why am I so upset by this? Mm -hmm. And then I that usually say, well, it's because XYZ, I, something triggers me about the event that triggered me maybe when I was a kid or my parents or something like that, that I, I didn't like when I was younger. And, and, and it's usually something that you can dial back and you can find the, the culprit of these resentments and resentments block you from feeling connected. And how would you describe resentments comes when, because resentments is a feeling, but also a negative energy that blocks us. Uh, it's anger. Mm. You know, it's, it's that classical thing like, oh, I came home and my husband hasn't done the dishes. And then you walk around and be grumpy about that. That's mm. resentment, a complete waste of time. But we all have them and we all live with them. And that's another conversation, but being mindful of, because if that, if that happens, you come home, you're resentful because somebody didn't do the dishes, <clears throat> then you're immediately disconnected from each other because negative emotion disconnect you from the people around you. Maybe not from yourself, but it does create a wall there. Uh, could we, I, I want to continue uh, from connecting to ourselves. I mean, nature and animals would also be a key or support to connect to our inner self. Yeah, it's, it's what we do. Not everybody, you know, not everybody can't go connect with nature. People live in cities and they don't have access to a forest. But mm. I mean, that's, you know, people go for walks and people go sit on the beach and people go hiking. It's all that thing. It's all in the same category of shifting where we are to something else, not just exercise. My cousin actually told me about something called like forest baths or something in, in Japan. Where yeah, people, yeah. Do you know about this? Yeah, I know. Do you go it. into yeah. the forest and yeah, just feel it's, it's like amazing. the energy yeah. of them? Yeah. yeah. And they for do me, it that, here too in Denmark. Really? That's mm. so cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I did without even knowing during COVID. Mm. I mean, I had to be outside. Mm. Had to. Every day I had a whole routine that I, I did, you know, went to the forest. And so, and that's what I'm going to do after this with my, my dog. So, yeah, but we were, we talked about connection and, the, and, and, and what you did during COVID, the sense of going into the forest bath um, that they do in Japan. And they also have some of that here in, in Denmark. It becomes very popular, but that's also because it is scientifically proof that human connects when they are with animals and nature. It's incredible. So, and, and I mean, there are people, lonely people that want to be alone, but can be happily connected to themselves and to nature. Yeah. And we haven't really touched about connection to other people, how, you know, a dialogue from heart to heart is one way to connect, you know, to be an inspiration to other people is also to connect. Yeah. But I think it's important to remember that you can feel connected to people without talking too. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about that a lot, especially with my younger daughter, who I spend a lot of time with. We're completely connected. We don't always, we're not always talking. No. And actually, it feels like sometimes the words get in the way of feeling truly connected to other people. And I guess connection could travel through prayers. If we really sit down and meditate and we really send prayer to other people, I can mm -hmm. feel connected with these people. 
I guess that's like a connected through the soul. And I guess maybe that's what church is doing for a lot of people or other, you know, spiritual practices. Yeah, where... church is a community and that's why people yeah. go there. So they can have other people around them that are all sort of thinking about the same thing. So it's a, it's it's like AA meetings. You you feel connected to people that AA meeting because they're struggling with the same. Yeah, but then they present. I mean, like you know, you can feel connected with people that are not. You know, I can feel from time to time during the day very connected to my sister. I can be very connected to my mom. I feel that I can connect even with my dad, even if he passed away. I can't Skype to him and I can't hold his hand, but. If I really allow myself to tap into that energy. So the connection must be something that we also can train so it can grow. Yeah, I think so. It can be elastic. Because if we slow, yeah, we slow down and then we feel it more. And then we, we decide that we're going to be in that present space where you can be, feel connected to each other. I mean, you have to be present. But also, you know, when you, during this summer, when I remember when, when, um, when, you missed battle boots. I wrote to you the day before, how are you doing? Because I could feel a connection of that something was not, Yeah. you know, that, that, you know, so connection is also to feel another person's worries or challenges or mm -hmm. suffering. Because it's all coming from the present moment. And if we're in the present moment, we're all connected together. How wonderful. I will only be in the present moment. I think. Good do I luck. Do you have a pill for that? <laughs> good luck i i think nova nordis should do that medication i would be absolutely that's probably what they try to do with the drugs that we haven't mentioned in this in this in this pod uh, episode but um we need to fly over that as well that of course the drugs could be could it could make us feel connected to ourselves that's what you're doing alcohol drugs is the human way to try to connect yeah. or try to calm this negative thought stream mm. that so that we don't feel better i mean that's what alcohol is about or drinking at the end of the day because you're exhausted and you need to calm yourself down mm. it's the human way and has been like that for thousands of years to shut it down to feel calm to connect with other people it doesn't but it doesn't work so, so don't we do have to it. look for other ways I mean, I think it's interesting. I know they do in your children's school, but I'm thinking of all the schools here in, in, in Scandinavia. They're definitely not, not doing it that much. But how wonderful it would be to, because children is so curious about things and they're so curious of their own, you know, of the body, of, other, you know, they, they, they're just curious. Why not explore presence with children much more in school. So, you know, if people learn, I mean, if we learned before in school how to be more present, I know maybe we wouldn't be that scared and we would not maybe have done so much drugs. I don't think that you can learn from school how to be present. I think that kids learn to be present from the people around them when they grow up. So if you're present, your kids are going to be present. It's not a, some, it's not a subject in school, Louise. No, but I mean, they spend so much time in school. So I mean that, of course, yeah. if the teacher are present in their, in 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 their way, it's a, it's a big importance. And I think that just bringing words up like that, I think that will create another energy instead of just talking yeah. about uh, how to perform, what to strive for. I got a five. Yeah. You know, it's it, we're missing Endless. out. Endless. Yeah, but we're achievement out is more important than than connection. <laughs> is that that's how you the want world to we live in? Yeah, and but that's that, what I, people say. I mean, that's what people think. Yeah, and I, I, I think that maybe we could go parallel with these things. 
connection, achievement, instead of just having achievement and not connect at all. You know, mm-hmm. it's yin and yang. We want to have a, we want to have balance. I'm happy I feel connected with you. Well, you better. And I also feel connected with my computer. I feel connected with my Instagram. But maybe that's, you know, not maybe. That you said that because when I, you know, I got hacked, when I restarted the Instagram, I followed your advice of everything I do, I want to do it with the heart. If I want to do it with the heart, I need to connect to my heart first. And then it has another, it resonates differently. I took a class on Instagram, uh, how to make it, you know, this is all silly stuff, but but the, the woman that ran the class, she she said, you know, you have to bless your Instagram mm. as if it's your baby, it's your art, it's your and ever since I did that and started thinking about like, well, it's like a it's like a mini messaging service. It's helping us, me, send messages, like which is what I think is my dharma is to to, to create messages or pass on the things that I've learned. And it's helping me do that in this amazing way. So I'm totally grateful that it's there. Wonderful. So if I can connect with what I'm creating, then of course it's going to resonate more. So we want to end today's podcast with please connect. Connect <laughs> with whatever you want. I just get this silly, silly images in front of me, how you con- you know, how you plug it in, you know? How you kind of plug it in, you know? I want to plug it in in your heart. Yeah, slow it down. Slow yeah, down. Slow down. Yeah, that would be, I will actually put up that as a mantra on all my things at the moment, I think. I'm going to do that for a week and then we can uh, connect next week and we can see how it went. So why don't you guys also try to slow down, maybe put it up as a little reminder. And if you want, you can always email us and tell us about your little journey, about slowing down and connect. That sounds wonderful. All right, baby. Okay. Oh, she calls me baby. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you later, I guess. Yeah, thank you so much, honey, for today. It was beautiful. I love you. I love you. And uh, bye. bye to everyone who's been listening. And thank you for listening to our podcast. We love you too. Bye. 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 bye.